As a gift, Nick Werber has offered one of his favorite audio meditations on the subject of consenting to people and the present moment as they are. The meditation is originally written by German psychologist Bert Hellinger and is read by Dr. Michael Picucci. Dr. Picucci was one of Nick's greatest mentors before he passed away, and Nick spent a year recording several of his meditations along with the audio version of of his book, Focalizing Source Energy. The content of the meditation gets at a universal and enduring truth that our perception of the world around us shapes the world around us. What an honor to have him here on the podcast sharing this experience with all of you. Though I've never met either one of you, Michael and Bert Hellinger, thank you. This is Michael Picucci. I'm going to recite my own adaptation of a brief guided meditation originally written by German psychologist Bert Hellinger. The name of this meditation is Consenting. It is intended to be a deep and meaningful experience. Before doing so, may I suggest you find a private, comfortable place for yourself. And then slowly, find a sense of embodiment and an awareness of your body. Perhaps take a few conscious breaths, just noticing the natural in and out of the breath. Give yourself a few minutes to notice that we have an alive body as well as a mind. And let this awareness be an accompaniment to the meditation. As I share the meditation, feel free to let the words wash over you as you are listening to them. This particular guided meditation is intended to have its own special effects on many levels and dimensions of your experience. Feel free to listen to it as often as it can be helpful to you in finding a better ground of being. I begin. Consenting. As soon as I have consented to other persons, as they are, they can feel at ease. As soon As I have consented to a situation, as it is, it changes. It reveals to me new possibilities for action. On an inward journey, I may experience that an obstacle stands in my way. Often, it is something that I have not yet consented to. For example, a pain or a loss that I have not gotten over, was something that must be resolved. There is something else to which I must agree, the time that I still need. As soon as I have agreed 
that I need more time. Time leaves me in peace. I may move on. I experience something similar with my pain. What happens when I agree to it? When I no longer try to get rid of it? When I take it close to my heart and allow it to calm down in me? When I permit it to take the lead? Perhaps this pain wants to take me to something that I have lost sight of. For example, another person. Maybe this pain guides me back to something that is waiting for recognition and for a solution. Therefore, I stay with this pain as it is the whole time. With this pain, something recollects itself inside of me. Is it that I pause on my inward journey in the moment, exactly here? Or is it that this pain is leading me on to a decisive step because I have agreed to it? It takes me by the hand and leads me further and deeper. When I simply surrender, what happens to my pain? My pain, too, calms down and finds its peace. It closes its eyes as if its work is done. As soon as I agree to everything as it is, I gain precious time. As I stay in peace with me, something in me and outside of me grows as if of its own accord. These inner journeys are movements of life. When I have agreed to everything as it is, I feel free to engage in the essential aspects of life. I may move on in a decisive manner. These inward journeys are movements of life. When I have agreed to everything, as it is, I feel free to engage in the essential aspects of life. I may move on in a decisive manner. The forces of life first collect inside. Only then do they turn outside. Insights, too, are first perceived inside. After that, they set something in motion outside. On our inward journeys, we consent to everything as it is, first to ourselves, then to our situation, to life as it is, and to the lives of other people. In this way, our inward journeys continue outside as well. Our journeys to source energy open another space for us inside. Rilke calls this space the inner space of the world. In this space, 
we relate to life in a more comprehensive way. We see it differently, and we become different. After this, we return to our own space, changed, and we turn toward our everyday lives, changed. What is the nature of this change? We are in its service, aligned with another love.